Yeah, 100%. Um, I got a little bonus question for you because I've heard you speak about this before and I think you frame it in a really good way. Um, and kind of as we spoke about at the start, the whole kind of the attitude, the mindset in Scotland with the cold drugs, alcohol culture. Um, I've got a lot of clients right now and I speak to a lot of people on a daily basis and they can't seem to set boundaries for themselves. They can't seem to say no. They feel like they're in this crowd or they're in this space where this is just what I do at the weekends. I, I can't seem to pull myself out of this. How do you approach that with someone that's that's wanting to make a change but doesn't know how to step away from that kind of culture? Yeah. So, I mean, again, there's so many different ways that you can approach it. And there's coaching is all about collaboration. But coaching is also about sometimes saying what needs to be said to people when no one else is saying it to them. And I think from a coaching perspective, when you are a good coach like yourself, you'll always try and guide them. And you'll always try and take them on a journey and you'll always try and get them to realize what they're doing wrong, what they could try differently, what they could implement and so on and so forth. Now, I think one of the biggest problems with it is that people usually can't see their life without this thing. And it's because it gives them some degree of satisfaction that they are kind of lacking elsewhere. So it's understanding where they're kind of void of what they feel they're getting from what it is that they do. And really kind of appropriate question is just say, what benefit are you getting from it? So what benefit are you getting from going out every weekend? Because there is a benefit. Human beings only do things they find value in. So see the person that sits and binges on the couch and hates themselves afterwards. Sorry to say, you find value in it and you find a benefit in it. Even if you feel fucking terrible afterwards, you're doing it because you enjoy something about it. It might be the security it brings you, it might be the comfort it brings you, but you enjoy it. So it's figuring out what that is first and then trying to replicate the satisfaction in a different way. So it's like, when do you feel similarly satisfied to that? When I smash a week on all my non-negotiables. Okay, just give me a week. Can you give me a week and just not go out one weekend? And it's like that gains traction over time because it's like baby steps, it's like building brick by brick. And when someone realizes they can do it, even if they do go out the following weekend, say like, aye, that's cool, but you've not drank in two weeks, whereas before it was every week. So could we maybe miss next weekend and get back to feeling our best there yet again? Absolutely. Even just small kind of tactical things as well of like turning your WhatsApp off on a Saturday night, like, for example, like um, deleting it from your phone or turning all notifications off and putting your phone, like I've went to some extent before when I was trying to detach myself from kind of poorer crowds. I've went as far as locking my phone away in my car and then get in the house and just leaving it there overnight. And it's it's about trying to make it more difficult for yourself to, to do that thing that you're trying not to do. Um, even things like if someone has a gym membership that the gym's open till eight, 10 o'clock at night, go to the gym on Saturday night, like the last hour, go and then schedule in a session for the Sunday morning. I can guarantee if you start your week on the Sunday rather than the Monday, you're going to feel 10 times better because you're not dying on the Sunday, you're you're more organised, and then you're straight into it on the Monday, feeling like you've already gained momentum. But also, in saying that, like as much as these tactics and this kind of guidance can help, sometimes you just have to have a very firm word with someone um, based upon knowing the destruction that it can cause, especially if you've been there yourself. Because I was that guy that would never go home before 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. I would go out for three days in a row at times, and it, it was ridiculous now looking back because there's no need to do it. Um so I had a client a couple of weeks ago, for example, that he's been with me quite some time. He's lost a, a fair ton of weight, but the only thing, the only thing he struggles with is going out every weekend. Now he's had stints and, and spells where he's done well, but his problem is he always tells himself that I'm not drinking again for nine weeks. I'm like, stop saying nine weeks. Like it's a week, week at a time. Like we're not looking any further than that. A week at a time. 
but he sets that intention. Even when I say, let's not frame it that way, he'll be like, okay, mate, no problem whatsoever, but he's already framed it that way. So his intention is already nine weeks. So what we are trying to do is kind of reverse his intention to just be a short time frame that's far more manageable. But a couple of weeks ago, he basically messaged, he was like, I'm not too sure if I can afford the programme anymore. And that's because he'd been away drinking. He'd been out every weekend for the past five weeks. He had um, been away on trips and so on and so forth. And he was actually behind on his payments, which I gave him a little bit of leeway with because I knew that he's just a little bit lost in that area. And I see a lot of my previous self in him. And I just had to tell him it was the most fucking stupid thing he could do. <laughs> um, I was just like, from my perspective, I would have loved to have someone in, in your position when I was younger, when I was your age, to be able to give me this advice because I know for a fact I would have snapped out of it like this. And unfortunately, this is what's going to happen if you leave this program. You're going to go back to exactly where you were. And that's not me trying to manipulate you to stay on. I know from your behavior right now, because you've not solved this problem, you will go back to where you were. You will also not have enough money to move out, which I know is one of your goals, because if you can't even owe me the money that you owe me, you're never going to be able to save up enough for a house. So what we actually then done was kind of break down goals they wanted to achieve, not only for his performance. So like he's now running a marathon. We've kind of dialed in his fat loss phase even more. We've now set goals for how much money he wants to save on a monthly basis. We've got so granular with the details of like when he wants to be out. So we set more clarity as well. Clarity around results for those types of people are really important because motivation for change is bullshit. People will only feel motivated when they don't actually know how much time, effort, energy, money, and how much of their life that they're willing to give up to achieve the results. So they only last short term anyway. So when we stretch that vision and look to like that yearly goal of this time next year, I want to be moved out. How much do you need to move out? Six grand, seven grand, whatever it was. Okay, how much you need to be saving per month? How much are you making per month? How much are you spending per month? And when he was telling me how much he was spending, I was like, mate, you could be at the house in five months. Never mind a year, but we're going to give you leeway because we're not expecting you to save all your money and never go out again. But because he's got clarity on the marathon, he's got clarity around his goal for his holiday at the end of September, which he wants to be in great shape for. He's got clarity around how much money he wants to save. He's been fucking on the ball. On the ball. And he's he's been ticking the box as well. And it would never have happened unless we'd gained clarity, had conversations. He's still got in place the things we tried to guide him, like the tactics of like, put your phone in the car, like switch off your WhatsApp, delete it, don't go on Instagram on a Saturday night, go to the gym. Like he's now still living by them, but he's living by them because he's got the clarity around what it is that he wants to achieve and how he needs to ultimately get there. And if one weekend he spends 300 quid and it's the same every weekend of the month and he wants to save 700 quid a month, like he'd only be able to go two weekends. So it still gives him that leeway. But once he gains momentum to see how much He's saving, how much he's progressing, how better he's looking, like how much better he's performing. It's only going to be a matter of time before he starts to realise he doesn't want a baby that 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 recently, that that frequently, sorry. So yeah, I was um again, I'm so sorry for giving very, very, no. very long answers to these questions. <laughs> no, mate, that was an amazing answer. I appreciate that. Um I think it's all it's it's really good because I think a lot of people you could some coaches would maybe just go and say to him, but but why are you doing this? But it's it's hard for someone to think about oh why am I actually why shouldn't I go out they don't have that deep enough thinking the way that you've kind of done it there you've went into the, how much money can I save um the marathon and other metrics that you can go by and then when he starts breaking it down over say like a 12-week period he's like all right okay here's a few reasons why I should actually not be going out every single weekend on a bender so yeah, I think that's a superb way to look at it 
And yeah. yeah, mate, I think we're we're around about fifty-two minutes in. So, um, no, mate, some incredible answers. I massively appreciate them. Um, where can people find you? Where can when can people get a hold of you? Um, mainly Instagram, uh, to be honest, unless you just want to add my personal Facebook, which is Mark Strathairn, because like I just post all the same shit I post on Instagram on my personal Facebook anyway. I do have a business account on Facebook, but that's still called Mark Strathairn Personal Training because I've not got around to actually changing the name of it yet since I went online, which was two years ago. Um, so obviously it's not face-to-face anymore, but um, my Instagram handle is Mark Strathairn underscore the people's PT. People's PT, of course, for a reason, um, because it's for the people. And to be perfectly honest, as much as this conversation has all been around like self-acceptance, self-worth, the results that you can achieve for yourself and the things you can do after you've put those foundations in place will trump anything that you achieve in a 12-week process because it's going to be for life. And it won't just be this thing you do because most of my clients, on average, my clients stay anywhere between 15 to 24 months. Like that is an average lifespan of a client because they then go, I feel unstoppable what's next because I want to keep on going like what is next right okay I've ran a half marathon I'm going to do a full one after the full marathon right I'm going to do a triathlon after that you know what actually never thought I would say this but I'm going to do a photo shoot not because I want to get in shape but because I want to do it for the love of myself and it just continues on from there so I think this stuff sometimes can sound very airy-fairy to people and that's okay if that's your perspective on it even though you're wrong um but these are the foundations that people are missing like it's no secret why men have a huge um, suicide rate at this moment in time because they don't they don't tap into this stuff. They don't speak. They don't understand. And they get told not to. They almost get shut down when they try to speak about it. I'm just fortunate enough that I've been able to do this work in myself. And I'm actually thankful to myself for being able to do it um, without much help, which has been good. But the new levels that I got to, I had to seek more professional help from mentors and stuff to take me down different avenues in my life. Um, this just comes from sitting with headphones on and not being able to speak for a number of years. <laughs> oh, man, amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on. That was one of my favourite podcasts I've done today. Um, really good to, to listen to you listen to you speak. So, mate, thank you very much. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome, mate. I'll catch you in a bit. Cheers. Thanks for having me.